When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Chris Ballas from the Wolverines.com. They cover everything University of Michigan Athletics. He is standing by in the Meyer Guest Line. How you doing, my friend? Hey, Billy. I'm doing great, brother. Yeah, you know, uh, this season was not lost in the shuffle, but, you know, naturally Michigan football, Michigan basketball, a lot of people weren't talking about Michigan baseball. Matter of fact, I was surprised when I saw your tweet and the Wolverine.com update that Michigan had won the Big Ten baseball tournament. <laughs> That's the thing. Uh, this team wasn't really, I wouldn't say worthy of our attention all year, but they were up and down and they're pitching. I think their team ERA bill was like 7.01 or something like that. And uh, that speaks to, to two things. Number one, how bad your pitching sucks, right? But number two, uh, that if you're still above 500, and I think they were 30 and 24 heading into the Big Ten tournament or something like that, then your, your hitters are doing the job and they still have the hitters. Clark Elliott uh, is, is, a, is an outstanding hitter. Jimmy Overtop, guys like that. But um, they needed better pitching, and they got it in the Big Ten tournament. They needed to beat Rutgers two out of three just to make the Big Ten tournament, uh, and it kind of is reminiscent of the 2019 squad, and listening to Eric Backage, the coach, talk about what they did in 2019. They had to beat Illinois. They had to come back on their last at-bat, their last strike, beat Illinois in the Big Ten tournament just to make the NCAA tournament, and then make the run they did. Uh, he said, this is similar. Um, winning the Big Ten tournament, now you're in the NCAA tournament, and you've got a shot. And they're playing extremely well, getting better pitching so uh, i think there's a chance uh, this is not the team that you want to be playing in my opinion if you're oregon who michigan plays on friday or louisville i think michigan's got a shot in that regional so it's fun bill it's hard to watch during the season because you've got rain outs and you got snow outs and everything else and hard to keep track of it um, but when you get to this time of year i'm telling you having covered it it's, it's as exciting as anything i've covered getting to the uh, college world series yeah it really is and, and the college world series i tell everybody if you're a baseball fan or just a sport fan. I've been there, I think, yep. to three of them in Omaha long before they redid the stadium and the upgrades they have there now for the true baseball experience. It really is because you get people from all across the country all converging, partying, hanging out. And I know you've been there, Chris, and it yeah. it's an awesome week-long experience. Bill, I, I didn't know what I was missing. I'll be honest. I went down there and I thought, well, am I going to drive 11 hours? It was a drive for us. And I took my son and his buddy, and this was in 2019. And I thought, man. And then you get there, and it's like covering a Final Four in basketball. To, to these people, it is, it's everything. And there are people who do it every year, no matter who's in the, in the tournament. Uh, you've got Vanderbilt fans who are just about there every year, it seems. And, uh, but it was an unbelievable event, and uh, I was blown away. And I thought, man, this is what I've been missing. I can't wait to do this again and uh, Vanderbilt's coaches after they beat Michigan uh, in the last game of, of the season to win the, the College World Series said Michigan will be back here. Eric Backage will be back here someday with another Michigan team and you doubt it sometimes. The Northern teams don't do so well but this guy can coach. Uh, this guy is a postseason coach. He reminds me of John Beeline in that respect where you have mixed results during the season. Sometimes you win a championship, sometimes you don't but you're playing your best ball at the end of the year and uh, you can't say enough about the job the guy's done up here. Chris Ballas of the Wolverine.com joining us on the Meyer Guest Line talking about Michigan and the NCAA D1 Baseball 
tournament Friday, 7 p.m. on ESPN Plus against Oregon, who's a 35 and 23 team. If they win, they'll get the winner of Southeast or Southwest Missouri State and Louisville. I agree. When you look at the other regions in the tournament field, which I did before the show, I'm not going to say this is the easiest one, but it sure does look like it that there's no powerhouse team. 100%. And that's why, you know, when you're the hot team, you've got as good a shot uh, if you get the pitching. And that's the thing. Um, they're going to have to, they're going to, the pitchers are going to have to do as well as they did in the tournament. And uh, they're going to have to win a couple slugfests probably to advance. We saw it uh, a couple times. They won one of the games 15 to 8, I believe it was against Maryland. And um, so, but, but if the pitching holds up like, like it has in the Big Ten tournament, then they get as good a shot as anybody to win the region. And then you get to the Super Regionals, anything can happen. So, so uh, that's what makes it fun. That's what you love about the postseason in any sport. But uh, they've got the hitters, Bill. There's no question about it. And they've got the confidence. You can see it. It's almost like Michigan softball under uh, Carol Hutchins. When you get there, uh, you just get a sense of confidence under Eric Backage that they're going to play their best baseball and, and get to the postseason. They usually do. Now look at Central Michigan University. They're down in Gainesville, Florida, in the Florida region, the host and the one-seed Florida We'll play CMU on Friday night at 6.30 in Gainesville, Florida. That winner will face Oklahoma and Liberty, or the winner of Oklahoma Liberty. So you see uh, how loaded that is with CMU. Also, I think third straight year uh, in the tournament, Michigan, Coach Backage. He's done a fabulous job building that program back up. So we'll see what happens uh, this weekend. Uh, Before we end our conversation, uh, latest on Michigan basketball, Where's everything at Diabate, Houston? Uh, yep. what's, the, what's the latest update there? Yeah, Diabate staying in the draft. He announced that uh, not long ago. In fact, we had a story up on that, and uh, disappointing, but not surprising. We've heard it. We'd heard in January, and we've been talking about this bill that they just felt his people just felt that hey, he can get as much experience at the in the at the G League level uh, as he could coming back to Michigan, and that he was probably going to be a one and done. So, Caleb Houston was quiet um, when he entered the draft. He didn't make an announcement or anything, and I don't think Michigan even knew about it uh, when he put his name in the draft and I'm not sure Michigan knows and speaking to people in the building where he stands right now so uh, in my strong opinion I think he stays in the draft uh, maybe he surprises but there have been some rumblings and mock drafts that have him going in the first round some going in the second round at one point he had told them if he's a top 20 pick he's leaving I don't think there's a way that happens but uh, if there are some teams saying hey we might take you at 25 or 30 that might be good enough for him so they're going to have to go back to the, the portal bill look for some players Pete Nance is out there from Northwestern. Michigan had offered him and recruited him. Um, if they could land him to replace Diabate, that would be an upgrade. That might be a stretch at this point, though. They're going to have to go all in. Uh, Jacob Granderson, Grandison from uh, Illinois is in there at the wing. So, uh, But they've got some holes to fill now, Bill. There's no question about it, especially if Houston stays in the draft. Yeah, you look at Diabate. When did he make the official announcement? Because I know we had the holiday weekend and everything, and that four yep. days, it kind of gets lost in the shuffle. But just a couple hours ago, it oh, came out. Oh, he did? Yeah. Oh, just a few hours. Yeah, because yeah, I was going to say, I hadn't seen that yet. I thought I missed it. Yep. So that's a few hours ago. I, You know, I, I think what you're getting with Diabate in Houston, Chris, is that there are teams that are willing to tell them they'll draft them, low first round, high second round, give them – uh, a better-than-normal deal because they see project players. Would you agree? 
Yeah, maybe. Uh, although Diabate hasn't shown up on many mock drafts, and he's worked out for a lot of teams. So he tested well athletically, which we knew he would, but his shooting was in the bottom 20% at the at the draft combine, and he hasn't played a lot of basketball. And you can see that this year when he played, and that's the risk, Bill, in taking these guys uh, with high potential like that, these five stars that are just starting to scratch the surface, is that you get the one year with them, and then somebody else reaps the rewards while you <laughs> deal with their struggles. He had a couple good games at Michigan, but there were other games on the floor where he was lost defensively, and he just uh, he couldn't even hang on to the ball. So uh, you have to wonder if that's going to if they're going to change their strategy. We saw Jay Wright do that at Villanova several years back when he was recruiting the five stars, and then went back to his original plan to get guys that might be there for two, three, four years and uh, put together veteran teams like John Beeline always used to try to do. So it will be very interesting to see Michigan's recruiting strategy going forward. Chris Ballas of the Wolverine.com, the Michigan Insider, joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. Also, we're less than 100 days from uh, the opening of the 2022 Michigan football season. A lot of things happening. Go to the Wolverine.com. Chris, appreciate the update. Anytime, Bill. Thanks for having me, buddy. All right, Chris Ballas joining us.